This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch. The Patch is brought to you by Hover. Hover is the best way to buy and manage domain names. In less than five minutes, find your new domain, get it up and running, and start realizing your idea online. Try Hover.com and get 10% off your entire first purchase with the code RyanTheGuy. Welcome to the patch. You smelled my vitamin water. Well, it's an early sure. strike by Gavin. I didn't catch it though. I should have caught it. This week that on the patch, Gus, Meg, Ryan, and Gus, and the plushie, and that plushie that which flew by at light water. speed. He whipped that sucker. That was the that fastest was, one he ever. That did. was a little. I thought there was a little resentment. What did you do today? <laughs> I don't think I did personal. anything today. I hardly saw him today. Well, that's not true. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, he, he missed me. It. Oh, poor Gavin. I'm sorry, Gavin. <laughs> um. So, I know I say this yeah. every year. Gamescom's more popular than I expected. Gamescom, oh, like, yeah. was I felt like was a small show five years ago, and now it's like tons of announcements, tons of big news. You know, rivaling, rivaling, rivaling almost mm. E3 level of yeah. um, announcements and and stuff happening, and it's so soon after E3. Which is why I thought it was so surprising. We had so many big game reveals, like. Where were you guys at E3? Like, holy crap, I, Wild got me, this Silent Hill thing. Like, I'm sure we'll get into all of it, but I was very surprised there were so many big announcements. Mm-hmm. Well, Do you the, think it's uh, just like being as late in the years they can get a good big forum? Because it's all stuff that's 2015. I mean, most, pretty much everything on the list is, is 2015, right? Or later. There was, I mean, there was someone yeah. out there about 14 stuff. Yeah. Like, there was, like, the uh, mm-hmm. Destiny uh, DLC, right. or the expansion pack, I'm sorry. Journey uh, and the stuff. Unfinished Swan are both coming out this mm-hmm. year on PS4. They also so. dated uh, that Ori game. Ori in the Blind Forest. There you go. I always forget <laughs> the name of that one. That one also got And there was also, like you said, new titles and stuff mm-hmm. that are, for further down the road. Tons of indie stuff, including Papers, Please. Yes! Oh, the no. first thing I, I got is I built my super PC, and then the first thing I played on it was Papers, Please. <laughs> so I was confused. Did, Did it sh- spit it back out at you? Yeah, or? it was like... Stop what are you it. doing? What are you Get doing? out of here. It seemed like initially the announcement was that it was coming to the PS4, but then there was like a clarification saying it was for the Vita, but it's, I feel like there's really no definitive, this is what's actually happening. I felt like Gamescom has been a lot of confusion, too. Like, is it just me or there are a lot of things that are like the Xbox One exclusivity, and then they're like, okay, well, maybe it's a timed exclusive, and there's yeah, a lot of like, like clarifications oh, going on. Well, no, on. then they add like the asterisk, like, it's... Exclusive to the Xbox platform in 2015. Yeah, like, holiday. Okay, <laughs> holiday 2015. Yeah. Hey, 2016's a whole different year, man. You know, <laughs> you get your uh, your end of the year kind of commitments going, and you just think maybe I'll go to a new platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Phil Spencer in the interview where he said uh-huh. it's not a time, it's like not an exclusive, it's timed. He was sassy. He was like, <laughs> I don't own Tomb Raider. I didn't buy the franchise. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Like, he literally says I don't own it like four different times. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. Yeah. I don't own it. I don't own it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Phil, you rear-ended me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, there's also a lot of non-Gamescom news. So let's now that we've teased a little bit of Gamescom talk, let's uh, let's settle down to some okay. stuff that's maybe a little more timely, such as Diablo Three Ultimate Evil Edition coming out what next week? No, two weeks. Uh, <laughs> the dates on my watch. Okay. The it's like it's, it's coming out release forty-seven hours. Well, the, the news was, I guess the uh, the PS4 edition, the European PS4 edition, 
is up to 58 gigabytes in size. Oh, okay. Clarification, though. It's up to that if you happen to decide you want to download every language pack that you could possibly ever want to hear it in. Yes. Like, oh, I feel like speaking Chinese today. I think I'll just switch it over Chinese to Chinese. Chinese is not one of the European <laughs> language packs. China is not in Europe, All believe right, it fine. or not. Uh, it might be listed. It's uh, English, French, German, Italian, and European Spanish. And Chinese. Ooh, oh, uh, wait, wait. Spanish. And that's all in the 37.8 gigabyte update, whereas there's a separate 20.5 gigabyte, gigabyte. There's a separate 20.5 gigabyte update that includes Polish and Russian. And Chinese. <laughs> no Chinese. No Chinese? No. Sorry, I Chinese people. All those I don't know why languages. Diablo doesn't love you like I do, but... You should have pointed out that Russia's not in Europe. I should have. Well, yeah. it's, well it's Eastern Europe. Uh, don't tell the Ukraine that. <laughs> we got some fucking geopolitical tensions going on over that very question, my Fair friend. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, August 19th, so it's next week, actually, when it comes out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've been seeing TV commercials for this non-fucking-stop. I, I don't have TV, so I, don't, I haven't seen any... When I'm watching TV, literally, I'm not exaggerating, every other commercial... Wow. Is the Diablo commercial announcing that it's coming out August nineteenth for uh, PlayStation? That's like more platform. actually airtime commercial wise than it got when it originally came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which has been how long now? A year? Two years? Two years? years. Yeah, I think yeah. twenty twelve. Quite a while. All right. So it's uh, any other platforms they feel like moving this to, or is well, that are they done now? And is all, it time for Diablo four yet? All the commercials I see also are for the PlayStation platform. They all have the PlayStation bumper at mm-hmm. the end showing the PS three and PS four versions, like. Well, you know, when when did this happen? I feel like Sony's also doing that with Destiny, where it's a multi-platform title that they're really pushing as, look, here it is on the Sony platform. Is it the bumper that's like, this is for the gamers? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep seeing that, that everywhere for it's Gamescom. On the end of all of those, yeah. On the very end. I think this was The Greatness Awaits. <sighs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I feel like I didn't see the this is for the gamers before Gamescom, and now it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. They released it. Well, I mean, they got 10 million shipped units now. Or not shipped. They've got an install base of yeah. 10 million, yes. right? Yeah. That's one of my topics to talk about today. What? I was incorporating you're, you're it organically working, into the conversation. Uh, they're also running a contest. I didn't read all mm-hmm. the details about it, where I guess you... I think if you go to the Greatness Awaits domain, you can make, like, a faux painting oh, of, yeah. like, all of the different Sony characters and you, like, Washington crossing the Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> and that one person will win an actual painting of themselves with all their favorite Sony uh, characters. I haven't... I did see the promotion. I want to go pick all the lamest Sony characters. Hey, they'll be underused. I mean, everybody else is making all the really right? high, yeah. you know, title ones. You I'll need to get all no, the little like, guys. Uncharted. I'll have like the Patapon characters and myself <laughs> crossing the sweet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I started to think of something lame, and I'm like, oh, Patapon. Pom, pom, pom. Get some Loco Roco in there. <laughs> um, other news coming out. I guess it's also part of the EA presser at Gamescom. Is two new multiplayer modes announced in Battlefield Hardline? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were Hotwire and Rescue. Right. Yeah, well, rescue being you, I think you have cops and crooks, and you're uh, trying to, to save a, a hostage, I believe. Right. It and seemed, that's more tactical, if I remember correctly. It seemed right? almost geared towards, like, esports, where it's like you got mm-hmm. two teams, like, five on five, and you're trying to move this objective uh-huh. back and forth. Uh, kind of like a MOBA. Mm. <laughs> uh, without bases. Um, and hot wire seems like a vehicle chase. Yeah, you're driving around collecting target vehicles, I mm-hmm. guess. So that, I'm, I'm curious how that works as two teams, too. Or is it individual? I don't know. No. Lots of shrugs. We'll find out. The so, patch shrugs. Uh, yeah, so rescue is an esports <laughs> mode where five shrugs. police officers must save a hostage from a group of five bad guys. Hotwire has cops and criminals riding around in shiny fast cars attempting to capture and incapacitate marked vehicles. So maybe there's like one marked vehicle and mm-hmm. whoever can incapacitate it first. Whichever mm-hmm. team. Or maybe there's multiple marked vehicles and whoever can get the most in a certain amount of time. I wonder if the rescue is like uh, this last team standing kind of thing where it's a one kill 
Because it seems kind of odd to have that 5v5 rescue thing with respawns. Well, that's kind of like the new um, Rainbow Six game mm-hmm. that's coming out. Is exact is one kill, and then you're the you're, you get to be a camera, or whatever. You get to be a <laughs> you a, get to watch a drone. Oh that's right, you should become a drone and spy on the other team. Oh, death drones. Those are becoming very popular these days, aren't yeah. they? Is that somewhere else? Uh, isn't well. I guess I'm thinking of Contagion, where you become a cockroach, which is not a, <laughs> become, quite a drone. But you become a zombie. <laughs> no, well, there's one game mode where you become a cockroach. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then if the cockroach dies, you're just gone. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I, I said we were going to talk about other things, but I just rolled right into Gamescom news. And again, like, I guess I grouped all of my EA uh, presser event There's so stuff much together. coming out of that that yeah. it's hard not to. So I guess uh, Bioware Austin showed a tease for an upcoming new IP called uh, Shadow Realm. Yeah, Shadow Realms, which is a 4v1 online action RPG, which seems like it would be something pretty sweet. Yeah. I feel like this 4v1 thing yeah. is big now. Like Coming up. Evolve, mm-hmm. uh, Fable, Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't heard. It's, it's Fable Legends, right? I believe. It's, well, it's like the new Fable. Four yeah. heroes versus one like oh. evil sorcerer who's creating yeah. a, a trap oh, for yeah, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, We saw that at E3. Duh, yeah. I'm stupid. Yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, 4v1 is like the new yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's cool. And uh, I, I, it sounds like a game that I'd be really excited about. And I guess they're doing uh, sign-ups for Alpha right now, which close testing starts next month already. So, Do you get that for sure out. if you're an Austin resident? Is it just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> just drive up There's there. There's like five of us in the city. Could we? We just go knock on their door. Hey. Just get on their Wi-Fi. Be like, just copy it to my laptop. <laughs> nice. I'll play right <laughs> now. Or maybe we just drive by their building. And yeah. See if their Wi-Fi is open. Hey, if they <laughs> we left revealed it open, our it's plans. Not our <laughs> shit. It's not Cut our fault. They'll know we're going. <laughs> They're going to lock that shit down. Um, sorry if I'm moving a little faster. All well, this stuff so, I mean, no. as, as a general note, let me let me throw this out there and see if, how you felt about it. Uh, you know, going down and watching all of the stuff coming out of uh, GamesCon, does it feel a lot like this is like GamesCom? A s- GamesCom. I was going to let it go. No, no. <laughs> um, this is a must maintain journalistic integrity, and, and they're close. Uh, it feels it's it's like an even super version of the E3 goggles, where it's like you get a teaser of something and you look at it and go. Well, I'm teased. Like, I have no idea what this is going to be. It's pretty, but it's a you know, pre-rendered thing, so of course it's pretty. I, I don't know what that is. Like, I'm intrigued, but you've told me nothing. I feel that exact way about Wild. Ooh, <laughs> like, yeah. the trailer mm-hmm. for Wild came out, and it's like... And there were people saying, like, you're going to embody the, the creatures that you come across, but the trailer doesn't really have anybody turning into creatures. Right. They do have, like, one person that comes up from a pack of wolves, but it was just very, like, pretty, and I'm like, I have no idea what the And then there's a have. giant. I do, I know. <laughs> yeah. There's a big skeleton under the sea. Like, what are we doing? It looks really cool, <laughs> but, like, I don't know what we're doing. walking around with you, yeah. just hanging out. Telling a like... story by the campfire? Like, I don't know what's well, happening. Well, it's funny. It's like, you talk about, like, you see, like, a trailer like that, and you have no idea what's going on, but there are games like that. Like Tomodachi Life on yeah. the 3DS, you're like, I have no idea what's happening. There's a giant head rising out of the sea looking at me, and I turned around and got scared. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, in a not horror, just weird, quirky, fun way. Yeah, well, and actually, I kind of felt that way when I was reading the news about PT. Um, actually, I saw the the reveal, like, trailer. Ooh, there's there's only one of me. Are you sure there's only one of you? And I'm like, oh, creepy. I lo- always love horror games. And then they were like, the world's first interactive teaser. And I was like, that's just a demo. Come on. <laughs> like, don't call something old something new. But then it turned out to actually also be a trailer for Silent Hills. So I was like, eh, I guess my foot is in my mouth a little bit. I don't know. So, yeah, for people who don't know, like, PT was the interactive demo that they put out after the gamescom presser right where you could you were essentially trapped in a dark closet 
yeah. trying to escape while scary stuff was happening. At a house. Yes. You become, like, trapped in this house. And then um, and the, the best part was the first uh, girl on Twitch who uploaded all of her content of, like, her playing it and then the... Soapy Warpig? Yes. Soapy, Soapy Warpig. Warpig. Her voice, she literally is like, oh, right, we're going over here. Ah! 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 She's, like, screaming. Well, <laughs> also, when, when she finally got yeah. to the end, it was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it got it got to the point where I was like uh, turning the volume down. I was like, <laughs> my favorite like, part because it built. It was oh my god, Kojima. Oh my god, Silent Hill. Oh my god, Norman Reedus. Yeah, no, the best part was Norman Reedus because she's like, ah, ah what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just totally out of nowhere. It was great, and like, everybody was using her footage because it was the only footage out there, so it was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's like she, she like she, I had the audible. What? Yeah, <laughs> it was great. She was so excited about it, but yeah, yeah, she freaked out at Kojima, Del Toro, then did the what for Norman Reedus, and then really freaked out at Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I yeah. guess the whole thing was just an interactive teaser for an upcoming title entitled Silent Hills. Yes, with an S. With an S. Oh, now they got more than one hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, several Silent Hills. Um, <laughs> and uh, she, uh, what was it? Ah, blah. I'm, I'm back. I had a stroke. I'm back. Um, no, so Kojima actually already teased that he was going to be part of the series, but back in 2012, and then kind of didn't say anything else about it, but said he might be too scared to make the game. Like, that he's a scaredy cat for horror movies, so he wasn't sure he'd be able to make the scare, the scary game. Well, don't worry. They brought in Del Toro. I know. Oh. <laughs> Two masters. So what's and funny? more hills. And lots That's of hills. That's why they had more masters <laughs> and more hills. What's funny is I see a... Uh, an old tweet here, I guess, that Kojima had. I don't know if this is going out there, if we can see it or not. An old tweet Kojima had, maybe from San Diego Comic-Con, where he's posed with Norman Reedus. Oh. It all comes together. Yeah. Uh, do, I, I, do, I, do. I never made the connection, but he's wearing a Godzilla shirt, too, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> but I, I guess um, maybe they were teasing maybe their collaboration earlier. Yeah. Maybe Godzilla's in it. Maybe he's the third hill. <laughs> uh, Kojima's the only celebrity I've ever seen, and not, and I literally was just like, I was in Tokyo and I saw him and I was like, and he just walked away and I never got like a photo or anything because I was too like, and I was too excited. I was at a party, I don't know if it was last year or the year before at PAX and uh, I I know I was was on like, we were all in this crowded bar and then like the crowd of people started partying. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? And I turned and Kojima's walking by in a leather jacket. Oh, and like no one's even like talking to him. Just like with style, just like walks through, sits down. And like, and, like that's it. He's just being, you know, it's like, it's awesome. So, no, it was awesome. He was uh, adjusting like a figurine in their store. They had like a Metal Gear store. And he was like adjusting it. And then the Konami offices are upstairs. And he was just like, all right, peace. And then just walked away. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like standing by the store like, ah. Um, so, uh, in, in other less teasery news, more concrete news, Titanfall's third and final DLC has been announced coming out this fall. Do you think that, I mean, this, so is this really like the last DLC? I know it's the last one people are expecting. Do you think you'll see any further development on the Titanfall platform or is it just Titanfall 2 now? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I think they've seen a fair amount of decline in their numbers as they've gone down through this DLC chain. So, yeah, I think they'll probably wrap this up. They've done enough map packs, map, map packs at this point. I feel like Everybody the, gets one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> season, uh, the people that actually bought the season pass probably feel like they got their money's worth. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're and by this point, it'll be at least six months out from release. So it's like if you're still playing a game. On a season pass after six months, you probably got your money's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, the season pass really only means that you got three these three DLCs for 
one price, which the each DLC I think was ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Season pass was twenty, I think. Yeah, or twenty five. So twenty five. So maybe you save ten to five, or five to ten dollars. Hey, it's five to ten bucks, man. It is. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's still people playing it. We did uh, another uh, thing re- in in recent Titanfall recently, and there was still matches to be made. My fear now is like when you jump into a uh, an online game like that at this point so far from launch, it's only like the people who've been playing nonstop and you get fucking destroyed. Well, there's some of that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, but I mean, Jeff still plays it quite a bit actually. So there's still people out there that you could beat. Singer, <laughs> <laughs> man. He's out of the country. It's okay. He won't know. Uh yeah, I'm sure I'm sure somewhere his ears are burning. <laughs> um I'm sure somewhere he doesn't give up. <laughs> I like how you censored yourself and you didn't say fuck. I think I already said one in this let's in this uh, patch. I almost called this a let's play. <laughs> I thought you said sluts. Let's play life. <laughs> um, let's play life. Let's play without the. Let's without... Tomodachi life, but real. Yeah, yeah. One um, of my thumbs should be doing something right now, right? You just you should have that. just a giant skull uh, come out from behind yeah. the sentence carrier. Sense. <laughs> that sounds awesome. We should totally do that. We should have a green screen and do that. Um, 4J also announced that Minecraft has en- entered its final testing phase before uh, uh, being set gold on PlayStation platform. Which is weird, right? Because, I mean, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One editions were pretty much in parity with development. And I think they both had the kind of the target of August-ish. Uh, so it's odd that the PS4 is getting that attention and they haven't said anything about xbox one i wonder if we're not going to have it yeah i don't know it's been it's been really weird that we get like these kind of weird windows and then it's like oh, you're august ish and then it's like Meh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sometime you know you still yeah. want it <laughs> exactly yeah, you know you i mean it's like heists well let's be honest <laughs> there's nobody who has not played minecraft who is like i can't wait for it to come out on the ps4 because then i'm gonna <laughs> buy it's like these are already people who are in the ecosystem they've already bought it previously it's not you know, they're, they're not upsetting anybody. There are still people. These people are still playing Minecraft just on another platform. The other thing about it, that particular news post that I thought was odd was they're specifically talking about PS4. But at the same time, they're still saying that you can move your 360 or P- uh, PS3 Minecraft saves over. Almost seemed to be implying that you could move a 360 to PS4. I've noticed that, too. They've been very ambiguous about the wording of these statements. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on. Which is weird because I can't imagine how you would just port the data there like how do you physically move the save right i don't know hmm. yeah because even like usb storage file systems would be different and unreadable there's no like mojang run cloud service that saves or 4j run cloud service that saves your saves not yet <laughs> not yet boom unveiled <laughs> we <laughs> figured it out bombshell. here on the patch maybe that's their, their new revenue stream we just invented a bombshell <laughs> <laughs> uh here i'm gonna read this thing uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hover. When you have a great idea and you want to secure a domain name for it, you want something catchy and memorable to represent your online identity, Hover gives you exactly what you need to get the job done. You'll find the perfect domain for your idea so you can get started working on it and move on to the next thing on your to-do list. Hover gives you easy-to-use, powerful tools to manage your domain so that anyone can do it. You can get the perfect domain name and start building your web presence right away to take control of what people find when they search for you or your business online. Try Hover and get 10% off your first purchase by typing in the promo code RyanTheGuy. I did that yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, I hate that shirt. <laughs> until September 1st, 2014, all of the new domain extensions are on sale. Summer's a perfect time to start a new project, so we wanted to give you some encouragement. Every single new domain is deeply discounted, so you can choose whatever you want. Head, head over to Hover.com to see the full list of new domains. There's hundreds of new options and lots of great domain names still available. Try Hover, get 10% off your first purchase by typing in the promo code RyanTheGuy. There are lit- there are so many new domain names. 
I think I saw dot .ninja in there. What? I saw dot .expert, dot .club. Oh, shit. Buy all the dot .ninjas right now. All the, I think all the juggalos are all over that. Dot .club. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. Mic drop. Get out of here. <laughs> in the dot .club. I can't wait for the, the, the geeky cover. Oh, man. So Tomb Raider we talked about. Okay, so I got a little confused about one bit of news that came out of Gamescom. There was a game announced called Alien Nation. Or, right. sorry, Alienation. 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 Alienation and I thought, alienation. is this a game based on the old Alienation IP? You know, where aliens come to Earth and salt water is battery acid to them and they drink spoiled milk? I don't know if you guys are familiar with this old movie. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. It was an old movie and it was a short-lived TV series. I wondered that as well until I launched it and saw no bald people and realized yeah. it was completely unrelated. Yeah, and then, and then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, no, this is totally different. Uh, it seems like Tower Defense... But you're like a beefy marine guy, and you can move around. So it's like you're the tower, and you're mobile. Yeah, it's got kind of a very Warhammer 40k sort of feel to like this giant mechanized armor um, and all the the frenzy of bullets that they launch. But and then there's sort of like that whole Zerg swarm dis- destruction. Mm-hmm. So it's developed by uh, was it Mark uh, House Mark, and they're the people who developed Resogun on the mm-hmm. PS4. So it's very similar, like bullet hell uh, mm-hmm. kind of game, where it's just like tons of shit you have to avoid and shoot swarms of enemies everywhere but that trailer was really creepy because it starts off with like this space marine helmet guy walking around it's like reporting in then he gets like shot in the face with some kind of alien acid and his face burns off (laughs) and you're like that's really gross and then it ends and he's like these aliens are like harvesting his body to like feed this like (laughs) giant field of like alien plant life and like his radio is going off like are you there hello report in like oh man your wife just called she's (laughs) pregnant (laughs) that's the call he would have got right before he got fucked up though (laughs) i only have two more rings before i retire (laughs) the gameplay kind of reminded me of i made a game with zombies in it do you guys remember oh yeah yeah that kind of looked like an like a really nice version of that pseudo kind of three-quarter top down yeah made was it was m-a-e-d yeah Yeah. (laughs) m-a-e-d i made it had the song (laughs) All 360 game there. Um, And then, so, recently, I've been thinking about picking up a Vita just because I never played Tearaway on it. And I... I have Tearaway for Vita. A fan sent it for Christmas, and I don't have a Vita. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like, I... I, I, So, I I have literally gone to the store and picked it up a couple of times, and I would look at it, and I think, I can't justify buying this whole thing just to play Tearaway. Like, yeah, it's got, like, the remote play stuff with the PS4. You know, maybe I could use that, but I don't want to spend, like, 200 bucks just to play Tearaway. So I'm excited to hear that uh, they have a, a new Tearaway game, new uh, called Tearaway Unfolded, coming to the PS4 platform. So it's from what I understand from the release I saw, it's not it's going to be the same basic game as the yes. Vita version, just with some optimized PS4 stuff. Right. And I'm excited to see someone finally using the touchpad in the middle for something. Because mm-hmm. like if you play Destiny, it's just like a glorified menu button. It's, right. it's, yeah. it's giant. This, well, that's like, how it, most people have used it, almost like a D-pad or something. Right. So mm-hmm. now it's like there's actual mechanics where you can like slide stuff around and toss it to the screen using the touchpad. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to, to finally get to play the game. And I'm excited to see what Media Molecule is working on because they've been quiet for so long. And it was very obvious that they were not the people developing Little Big Planet 3 because mm-hmm. we all remember the Little Big Planet 3 
Demo at E3 where they, <laughs> bar- where they were drunk and they couldn't even finish the stage. They were demoing. <laughs> no, that was great. Um, and, and, you know, actually, I, I thought about getting a, a Vita when I got that game, the Tearaway game. And also, um, Tempest came out for Vita, and it's Vita only. Tempest? Yeah, the old remember the arcade old arcade game? Game, arcade game? They have a Vita version, and it's awesome, and I got to play it on someone else's Vita, and it was wow. one of the things that I, I thought I might get a Vita Did you just sell him a Vita? I, I love Tempest. It's one of my all-time favorite <laughs> right? arcade games. Yeah. My mom has a Tempest machine. Wow. We should get a Vita. And play it next to the Tempest machine. <laughs> You're like, it used to take this whole machine to generate these shitty graphics. Now you can generate them with this tiny thing. Yeah. No, uh, so I feel your pain on wanting to buy it for one title. Speaking of shitty graphics. Yes. little segue right. action for you here. Boom. I watched a video earlier today. And, of course, it's an unfair comparison. But I watched a video that compared... Bioshock iOS footage to oh, Bioshock yeah. Xbox 360 footage. Aww. And showed how ugly the iOS version was. Honestly, it held up better than I thought it would. Uh, i got to give it credit for that. It but, basically had none of the... Well, it, it had all the things that you wouldn't think it would have. All of the lighting effects and stuff that requires a more in-depth GPU to render. But no atmospheric effects. GPU-based. I mean, that's mostly the stuff that your GPU is doing when you're playing these things. Yeah, and all the lighting was so different. Like, the thing that upset me the most was the first reveal of Rapture. And they uh-huh. show this repeatedly where, you know, you, you're in... You're underwater, you kind of see your, your vision gets obscured by the rocks, and then you see Rapture, like, all lit up. In the iOS version, all the lights are off. Oh. It's like, it's, oh, Rapture's kind of over there. Somewhere else they forgot flat. to pay their electricity yeah. bill. <laughs> They're in the dark. <laughs> so it's, it's really weird. It's like, I feel like, why, like, that's such an important moment in that game. Why not just at least pre-render it and play it as a movie if you're not going to do it in engine? Just to show the grand scale of it. It's like, oh, hey. you can't even see the crabs walking on the rocks because they're not... Like, the color just doesn't Somebody pop. Somebody think of the crabs! <laughs> it's fucked up. Well, okay, look, at there's two ways you can look at this. One, uh, if it's for people that have already played Bioshock, they've had the experience, and they just want to, I guess, have a more casual way to play it. Or two, it's people who have never seen Bioshock, and for people that are coming just to an iOS game not having played the original, that thing looks amazing. I mean, compared to the other things that they have access to. Did so. Apple pay you for this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't it. seem like an Apple kind of guy. I'm a little surprised here. I, again, it's it's one of those devil's advocate things. Like, I, I'm not unhappy that mobile gaming is starting to kind of get the the back catalog of the other systems, it's kind of a nice way for it to go just because I've you know, started to enjoy doing things like FTL or mm-hmm. uh, even I never did buy XCOM on the uh, iPad, but I can see how that would have been a really enjoyable experience. So. Again, it, and I, 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 I fucking talked about this before. Yeah. You can't port control schemes, you know. No, but, but you can hook up Bios- a controller. Right, but you, most people don't have that. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to know what percentage of mobile gamers actually have a controller that they use. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go from, you know, a physical tactile controller you use for, like, Bioshock, for example, and it's like, oh, now I'm going to touch and slide things around. No, it, I don't buy it. I would love to see somebody make that same video, like Xbox 360 versus iOS, with the seventh guest port that's on the iPad that's Ooh. like <laughs> MS DOS versus <laughs> iOS. The 640 by 40 resolution <laughs> so, versus these super pixel dense things. But I now. love it's actually, it came out a couple years ago um, as an app, and, and actually I loved it. I would never play Bioshock on a mobile device, but um, the seventh guest was great on iPad because it's so hard to run the old CDs. Like you actually mm-hmm. have to the have an DOS actual DOS. And- box so um yeah so that's when i think it's useful i don't think it's useful for something like bioshock well i mean we are not the target market for that kind of thing this is this is for people who are either extremely casual or just want the portability of it Mm -hmm. and are willing to give up how it looks so i'm you know i'm fine with it i don't care like if you want to have that experience i think for the device it's running on that looks 
actually remarkably good. I don't, I don't know. know how it plays, but I like I think about like looking at a game like Infinity Blade, which is way prettier, and I think comparing that Bioshock footage we saw versus something like Infinity Blade, and I know what these things are capable of putting me out. It's like what the fuck happened here? Maybe my standards for these Apple devices. Yeah, are just your, your way standards low. are really low. I just, <laughs> that may I, be the problem. I just think about other beautiful things I've seen done mm-hmm. with mobile games. And it's like, why? Why does this look like shit? <laughs> it literally. I mean, it just looks bad. Mm-hmm. Did you like Ken Levine's snarky tweets about it? Because no, he was like, "Stop! Like, you can't ask me questions about it. It's not my decision." Uh, but by the way, if you guys want to ask 2K to make like a nice like HD remake for the next gen consoles, that'd be funny. Sorry, 2K, just couldn't help making that joke. And I'm like, Ken, I love you. Don't be snarky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you um, walked away. So you talked. To, you talked about the seventh guest. Yes. You made me think about this earlier this week. We had you and I had a discussion about uh, Night Trap. <laughs> Night Trap. Night Trap. Oh, apparently, okay. there's a Kickstarter now yeah. for a sequel to Night Trap. Well, well that's not a sequel. It's a remake. It's like they're porting it, but there was a possible sequel gotcha. if they oh. exceed their goals. Yeah, as I understand, they had the the original thing was shot on like 35 millimeter film. Right? It was. I, that's or is, it was shot on actual film. Well, wow. I mean, it was live action. Yeah. What was, else did they do? I thought like VHS, like tape. And like, what's the point? Well, that's how it comes off looking. Because yeah. I mean, once they've encoded it to fit on that format, 640 by was, 480 screen. Yeah, it's all chunky. But no, yeah, they want to remaster that into a, a version where you could actually see it in oh. modern the, technology. The Kickstarter makes it sound like they've already finished all the work of <laughs> converting it. It's very weird. It's like we've already uh, got all the licenses. Exactly. Yeah, that was kind of one of the questions that was being brought up. It was like, well, if it's already done. What are we paying for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was going to joke that uh, it's a shame Dana Plato couldn't be in it anymore, but I guess if they're just remastering the old footage, she probably is in it still. Yeah. There's mm. still like a sad violin. Yeah. <laughs> is that the play. longest gap you could have between getting entries on an IMDb page? Is it the longest gap you can have after dying and having Good an page. entry on your IMDb page? I think she died like 15 years ago. Hey, but talking about soon. everything <laughs> old being new again. Sierra is back. Sierra is back <laughs> in a weird way. And might be making a King's Quest title. I thought they confirmed they are. Well, well they someone did. else is making it and they're publishing it. Was that or it? something, yeah. And then there was a whole writer at the end of their press release that was like, you know, if we decide we want to make it, that's great. We're not really promising 100%. It'd be a great game, but you guys, maybe we'll see. Um, hey, look, what's over there? <laughs> Run! <laughs> I'm trying to find... Yeah, I, I think that's probably a pretty standard end of press release writer. Like, yeah. oh, unless it turns out not to be feasible, in which case, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Covering your ass a little uh-huh. bit. Well, that's what Trilobite came back after speaking of seventh guest they also came back after like 15 years of being completely dead so it took me a while to find my bite story nostalgia well did they come back or did someone just and i I assume sierra is the same way where someone just has owned that title forever well i know it's been sitting on it for trilobite Mm -hmm. it's a lot of the same guys because they tried to make a seventh guest three happen Mm -hmm. on kickstarter but they asked for like seven hundred thousand dollars or six hundred thousand dollars it was way too much money um people and i think they ended up getting like 200 grand or something close to that but they didn't make their goal so all the money went back to everybody because it's Uh kickstarter and then they tried again on another platform and people weren't really as willing to donate but it's a bunch of the same team but not the same music guy which bothered me as a huge fan of the series he actually lives here Austin. Really? Fat, he's called the Fat Man. He's and called he did, the Fat Man. And that's what he calls himself. The Fat Man <laughs> Team Fat. And he did all the music for the seventh guest. Well, if someone's going to give you that nickname, it really should be yourself. He's not even fat. It's like a, <laughs> it's a lie. It's like surprisingly <laughs> spelt. He can disguise himself. He did, like, people won't be like, are you the Fat Man? Nah, he's too skinny. Nah. Could so, be. Uh, Activision did indeed confirm that mm-hmm. Sierra is, uh, is back. And that there are, they will be working on new entries in the King's Quest and Geometry War series. Yeah, I thought that was a really which odd is, combination. Uh, really bizarre. So I guess they're going to be focusing on indie game development. 
So they got the Return of King's Quest and Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions. All I want to know is do they still have that same Sierra opening logo, which I don't know if you remember, but it's that like brass looking Sierra logo. How could I not remember that? Hey, you never know. You may not have been a King's Quest guy. I, I love you. King's Quest. Every, my favorite thing about the 90s is everybody knows their favorite logos. Like, like I'll <laughs> well, never forget. Yeah, I'll never forget Data East at the beginning of Joe and Matt. <laughs> everybody knows, like, they sing their own. Or the Capcom, everybody knows. <laughs> or for the console people, Sega. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, I guess in uh, they showed off a little more of Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, including new box technology yeah. and new stuff you can do with the box, which seemed kind of stupid to me. Like, like, well, no, it, I guess it didn't seem stupid. It seemed funny, but it's like, yeah. are the soldiers stupid? Like, one of the things you can do now is if, if you're spotted in a box, you can have a painting of another soldier on the outside of your box. So you stand up, and they think that the box is a soldier, so they salute it and move on. Or you could have a bikini girl yeah, on the outside the of your box, yeah. and then they all come running, and then you can, while they're there's distracted, There's two versions of the bikini girl. There's the one that's laying down, which will just keep them distracted, and then there's the one that's standing up, which mm-hmm. they will, uh, you can then throw off the box and punch them in the face. Yeah. So, and there was also, like, new box escape mechanics, where you can <laughs> dive out of the side, and also you can pop out, shoot someone, and then pop back into the box, which is what uh, just finished happening here. They were using uh, the Fulton to uh, evacuate that guy. I mean, isn't this kind of just the ultimate expression of sort of the serious slash humor humor that is that series? I mean, it's never really taken itself all that seriously, has it? <laughs> the, the plot is serious. Like, that's what gets me. Is it's like, it? The gameplay is always kind of tongue-in-cheek, and the plot is so heavy-handed and, like, over-the-top okay, serious. Okay, fair enough, yeah. But, but I mean, very that's, dramatic. That's, that's just a fun thing. It's just a little game mechanic. Also, it's, you get a PS4 box. Yeah, at the very no. end, yeah. he put a PS4 <laughs> box on his head. And, just and, sat there. There. Um, and they did clearly say they had not revealed all their secrets yet. Yes. They wanted to save some stuff for oh, launch. Oh, is there more goodies in the box? Yeah. Well, from the box? Maybe you can recreate the Use end the of uh, 7. Just ask what's <laughs> in the box. It's Snake. It's Snake. <laughs> you were wondering all these years. It's and his mecha hand. Punch. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was just, it was just a fun, weird little video. I thought it, I thought it was pretty well done. Mm. I'm, I'm a big Metal Gear fan, though, so... Uh, I'm a little biased. Did you like Revengeance? Um, I actually didn't play Revengeance. <gasps> That's my my. I, I hate to say I'm okay. not a Raiden fan. <laughs> Fair enough. I played about a. Th- well, you know, I'm not going to out myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to smile and look look off in the distance. What's that over there? Hey, speaking of Revengeance, <laughs> look at other news. Uh, Here it comes. Uh, so I guess the um, share play feature on PS4 is coming out finally this fall. They announced that they're gonna, it's going to be part of the new 2.0 software for uh, the PS4s, which is a feature where someone you can be playing a game that lets someone else remotely play your game. Virtual right. couch. Yeah, virtual, virtual couch. couch. And also that you can they can play with you, co-op. They don't have to own, nor do they have to download the game. Hmm. And then there was also the news of, I guess, Far Cry 4 is coming with a bunch of Trial codes? Ten. Ten trial codes. For the, which That's allows a lot. Friend, which allows your friends to play two, the game for two hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, I mean, Far Cry 3 was really successful, right? I'm not yeah. misremembering this. Far Cry 3 was, yeah. was huge. And then Blood Dragon also mm-hmm. was, was huge again. Yeah. I think, you know, I think they know that they're gonna, they can build off of that success. They're going to get a lot mm-hmm. of people buying Far Cry 4. And then there was already so much positive word of mouth about mm-hmm. Far Cry 3. How do you get that? To translate to sales, you get people a two-hour trial. I suspect that this is probably uh, this is my my theory that somewhere in the background here, this is like the flagship of that feature in PS4, and so maybe Sony's kind of pushing it, like, hey, just go ahead and give out a bunch of codes. I mean, come on, make it big, like make it noticeable. Ten codes, 
everybody's paying attention to, hey, they're giving out 10 codes. It was like, oh, you get an extra code, just give it to your friend. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be as, mo- as noteworthy. Well, in that case, why not just let everyone have it? Nah. For free. Free. Yeah, the why not do the World of Warcraft thing well, where you get like a, a free week? Well, you know what I mean? I was thinking yeah. of Destiny where it's like at first it was constrained to beta codes and then it was like, oh, you want to play? Just sign up on the website. You know? Just go. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Just get a little taste. No, yeah, well, I mean, two hours. That draws, it's a, if it's a feature that you want to talk about, that makes people talk about the feature. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sony has been really aggressive about getting everybody paying attention to what they're doing. It wouldn't surprise me if this was just another outgrowth of that. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rebel. I, uh... You know, just talking about Destiny made me think about this. I felt kind of bad in that... There's a dog right there. (laughs) I felt kind of bad that uh, Bungie had to come out and say, your beta Destiny character will not carry over to retail. Like, who expects your beta character to go retail? Let's talk about that. How how much were they hounded about Mm -hmm. that? I felt... Well, bad for them. See, and I'm still kind of confused about what the the news was. Because at one point, they were talking about the stuff you got in the beta would carry over to the, the full production... But then it kind of got clarified that maybe what they were talking about was you could move between platforms with stuff. So you could take a, you know, your 360 character to your Xbox One, and that would be interchangeable. So I still don't know what the actual news behind all that was. I think but. what they meant was you could earn things in the beta that mm-hmm. carried over to release. Like, you know, when you tested and you stress tested and you went to the moon, you got that special banner that you're going to be able to get once the game launches. I mm-hmm. thought it was more stuff like that or, or a special patch for being in the alpha and, and all of those things. That's what I, that's what I was I, mean, I assume that that has to be there because that, that's pretty much how they build the attendance in that Iron Banner event was that you get a thing that you get to keep. That's the only reason right. I played the Iron Banner. I, Did you? I suck at that PvP so bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to play this so I can get my rewards once the yeah. game launches. Yeah, so I guess that was, it was just a miscommunication at some point that led to the giant blow-up of everybody wanting to know if that was going to happen or not. So uh, no, it's good to clarify. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I felt like I was just messing around. I would have been upset if my characters actually honestly carried over. <laughs> Why? Because I felt like, I don't know, I fucked up. I did stupid things I wouldn't have what wanted you to have carry over. Up? There's not really much you could do at that point. Uh, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I didn't like the way I did my build. Or maybe I sold a bunch of shit that I would really want back. Or I wasted all my glimmer. And I was like, oh, I really wish I had spent all that glimmer. Well, I'm sure you could probably just create a new character. Right. Yeah. That, that's so, I mean, if you didn't want all this stuff, it's not like it would have hurt you. Ryan. I'm unreasonable. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, you're both like, I agree. I also agree, but I agree more. <laughs> I agree. No, I, agree. I can super agree. Um, so, uh, continuing on the Destiny train of thought, uh, I guess their first expansion is launching in December, which I thought was a really aggressive timeline for, uh, for expansion. But then I started thinking about it. I thought, it's just DLC, right? Three months isn't aggressive for DLC. It's normal. But when they frame it as an expansion, in my head, it's like, wow. They're yeah. Be, they're well, really you're putting thinking this out of fast. Actually, you're thinking of, wow. Right. Like when World of Warcraft <laughs> does an expansion, they do it big. They do yeah. it like once a year. Right. Have they really detailed what's in it yet? Uh, it's entitled The Dark Below and arriving in December. That's it. All right. Wow. So it may be Christmas related? <laughs> yes. yes, when I think the dark below, I think Santa Claus. Santa. It's going to introduce new Christmas dailies. <laughs> well, you know, the rest of the world went to hell. Why not Santa's elves? They might be coming after you now. But <laughs> Please don't ever write get children's games. <laughs> I like the way this is going. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I, I'm really, really super stoked for Destiny and uh, super excited to play that. Um, Do you think they're going to get blowback on having such a fast turnaround on... Well, okay. When... Are they releasing these, this expansion for money, or is it you just get it if you have the game? Yes. So it's DLC. <laughs> so if you bought the collector's edition, 
you get it for free. Season pass-ish. Right. Yeah. And then if you don't, I think if you have the normal version, you have to buy it or buy a season pass. Well, so that's kind of one of the things I liked about Bioshock Infinite, right? Was they didn't even announce any DLC until the game launched, and they didn't even start working on any of it until the game. They sold a season pass with, like, there's going to be something. We don't know what it is yet. We're going to work on the game and not people have, got, like... People work. got suckered by it, I though. Know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but not really. I felt like Burial at Sea was worth the season pass I bought. Just yeah. it's just, it's it just, took a long time to get to that, It though. did take a long yeah. time, but I appreciated the fact that I bought their full effort when I bought the game, and I wasn't buying their effort plus this bit that they already held back that they're already mm. working on. They gave me mm. everything they had when they released the game. Yeah, I guess, I mean, depending on what they drop in that expansion, which I assume, if you're calling it an expansion, do you feel like you kind of have to have some single-player content that comes with that or is well it's i i don't know what to think about destiny if there is single player content right yeah Yeah. it's such a a mixed thing where you have to be online it's always connected i mean single player i guess as far as destiny looks to be just more missions Mm -hmm. because that's the whole where the story is told there's not really much else to the story thus far that we've seen so uh maybe you go to a new planet but dark below kind of makes it sound like maybe you go underground or something Mm. um but i mean that's pretty tight there if you're going to be charging for it you better have a very satisfying experience in that first release or people are really really going to be ticked off about right. how to spend more money i and i would agree with that but what if it's you know 10 bucks or something just like a normal no you still gotta you DLC. gotta deliver on a satisfying experience the first time before you start asking for more money hmm. you don't well, want based da- on the beta, you don't want to dash con this all right yeah based on the beta i <laughs> think that will not be an issue <laughs> uh the beta seems so polished and 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 enticing. Yeah, but the beta only you've got to level eight. Granted, they're the actual character levels they say aren't that relevant. Like you right. you get to that and then you continue to grow your skills even after you hit max level. But I mean, if there was only say one more two more planets over what you got in the beta, they haven't told you much of a story yet. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not implying that that's gonna be the case. I assume that there will be a full story told, but how deep is it? Mm-hmm. We'll find out when we go to the dark below. <laughs> no, uh, we got to find out before we go to the dark below. Otherwise, they're stiff in us. Yeah, so apparently, from what I understand, you can hit up to level 20, which is the level cap. And then once you reach level 20, you continue character advancement by collecting motes of life. and Or motes of light. I forget what it is. And that, that <laughs> one sounds grim. changes your effective character level. So you can be a maximum of 20, but effectively through gear, you could be higher. Well, and it also seemed like in the even in the beta, when you hit the cap of eight, playing games, you still would develop your skills as the ones you actually use. Like your grenade mm-hmm. would continue to level up, things like that. So you still got even, a lot of unlocking to do there. Even your weapons, yeah, had some abilities and mm-hmm. would level up. So there's a lot of additional unlocks that aren't strictly related to character level. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. There, I'm going to read this thing. Okay. Uh, I remind everyone, this episode of the patch is also brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch shows on your schedule. Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, and At Midnight. I was on that. Uh, and watch every episode of shows like South Park, Doctor Who, and American Dad. <clears throat> Hulu Plus works on your computer, Smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or, or tablet on the train, at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. Uh, you should, hey, no judgment. I'm not, I didn't judge. You were laughing. Uh, agreed. You, you should be blocking off a day just to binge. With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream these and thousands more uh, as much as you want, whenever you want. You'll also get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else. Criterion Collection movies, ad-free kids shows, plus anime and Korean dramas. For only $7.99 a month, you get your shows anytime, anywhere. But right now, 
Uh, I'm offering our listeners a two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. It's a whole extra week free. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash patch so you get an extended free trial and they know we sent you. One more time, HuluPlus.com slash patch. I wasn't judging. I was thinking about that one time that I was on the toilet and it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there's not much more to the story, but... That's kind of oh, the end of it, right? You would be surprised. <laughs> the, the, the name, the dark below. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, Girl um, poop joke. The patch is complete. Uh, moving on. Uh, most frustrating bit of news out of Gamescom. All right. Easily, Daisy coming to PS4. That frustrates oh. you. They have not finished the New, game yet. Redone content. Like, just finish it on the PC. <laughs> How, you, know, you can't call it redone content if it's not been done it's first. Not, yeah, done. you gotta be done. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, people were mad, and they were also bringing up this really um, smart point, which is there are so many controls in Daisy. How do you port that yeah. over to a, a single I think controller? you can probably simplify the controls very, <clears throat> fairly easily. You don't need as many buttons as are used to actually interact with that world. You could do a lot with just the, the hold down a key, you know, hot menu kind of thing. True. Uh, but yeah, no. It's, it, who's playing it at this point? Is it still? I don't hear anything about it anymore. That doesn't mean that there's not a dedicated fan base that are still out there every day. But the the last thing I heard basically coming out of people with that game is there's no content past getting some stuff. You yeah. survive. You found some stuff, and now you have nothing. Well, to the do. interesting thing to me was that Rocket had announced that, and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Rocket had announced that he was leaving Bohemia either at the mm-hmm. end of this year or sometime next year. But he was the person on stage announcing Daisy for the PS4. Maybe this is what he's moved on to. Daryl Hall was also there, yeah? Or is there Ro- Hall? Rocket? Or is is. Rocket? Yeah, that's Rocket. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's what all the comments are going to be about! Damn it! Dean Hall. Go! Dean Hall. Dean Hall. I did a story yesterday. Yeah. It goes in this, and then I read it, and then it goes right out. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, it's strange. Like that, that they're In doing this, this is the time that they could... Highlight someone else from the team or be like, look, this is your new champion working on the game. Well, I mean, he did say that he would be with the project as long as they needed him. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, because they still haven't delivered a project yet. Me. There's no no game yet. So what we need you to finish the game is what we need you to do. So Yeah, he's one of the puppets from the Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. Uh, no, but I thought it was interesting that people were bringing up the control sc- scheme, but also the comments were, is it still a thing? Like, that yeah. was, like, one of the top yeah. comments on our video about it was, is Daisy still a thing? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. Maybe. If they finish it, it could be a thing. I like, felt like it, there was so much great press for it at first, and it was something that I was very interested in initially, and then, like you said, like, it just fell off, and I never got I it. I still enjoy the videos of, like, well-equipped people making random strangers do funny stuff. Just coming up and robbing them, right? Or mm-hmm. making them like participate in a, in a game show at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Those are okay. Fun. Wait, now I want to play. <laughs> yeah, no. What? All it takes is that you get really good at the game, then you get all the stuff, okay. and then you get on a server with people who aren't really good at the game, and then you take all their stuff or make them dance for you. Yeah, oh. and then you can give them a can of beans as a reward. Yeah, <laughs> for entertaining you. I or need a murder. That can of beans back. <laughs> yeah. beans or murder. Yeah. It's a, it's one of the two outcomes. Uh, so there were a couple of different. Uh, games that were talked about in the Microsoft and Sony conferences that I wanted to go over before you know we're done here. Uh, I'm gonna start with the Microsoft conference because they were Dang. first. Uh, so we finally got Bad to see. Boy. I just think that it was like a doctor's. Edit, some stuff I want to go over with you before we're done just here. Just gonna check off. Uh, so uh, colon looks great. Paula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we finally got to see Quantum Break gameplay. Yes. Uh, which looked really pretty. 
I was pretty. I was impressed. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of time manipulation where you slow everyone else down. And it makes you move apparently really fast. And it seems like you could also essentially freeze enemies in like these little or zones. Or freeze a zone. Right. And where, then interact with it from the outside. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was fun. A lot, lot, of, lot of flanking mechanics shown off with the, uh, the time shifting. And then there's the whole world freeze when you're just moving around in a completely frozen world with things and, that are in the air. That actually was what was the most interesting to me is, is walking through the world that's frozen. And then the fight that takes right. place. Right. And then it seemed like there were enemies who had... <laughs> These devices on, time which shields. made them immune to yeah time manipulation. <laughs> then they look like it looked like somebody just took a bunch of broken iPads and just like put it all around <laughs> themselves. Like you can't affect my time. I have an iPad. Uh, <laughs> my tinfoil hat will save me. It was exactly like that. <laughs> oh no, I got shot! Quick to the genius bar. Pick me like, up. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> like the design. <laughs> I'm sure it makes sense in the you context of the game. You just don't understand quantum time. Right, but it was it was just really weird. But it looked fun. I'm, I'm excited to, to see more say, about it. That trailer made me really aware of the thing that is so common to games like this where you have that hero crouch where like every action hero first person walking around has got like scoliosis where mm-hmm. their backs all, they're always walking kind of like this hunched shoulder look like I'm ready for action at any moment. Like, just, <laughs> that's, that's him crouching. Like he's, there's shots in this thing where he's just walking around and it's, it's just like I'm all pent up like this i'm constantly ready for action i'm checking my mail <laughs> you need to open like a video game chiropractic <laughs> oh, that'd be nice that's that's next gen shit right there <laughs> there you go straightened out hero this is a, oh, oh yeah good posture hero um <laughs> the so, heroic stroll so not i not i don't i don't want to talk like every game that got my attention was like a big triple a title because there was like seemingly an indie kind of cute title that i was interested in called the escapists where you play a prisoner in a prison and you like work at trying to figure out how to escape which by the way this is funny because that's i believe team 17 right is it i think so uh i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it is because i remember seeing that and thinking that's the first non-worms game i think i remember team 17 doing ever they've been around forever i mean since uh, worms has gone back to dos yeah Worms is actually going to be on the PlayStation TV also. Really? Announced. Yes, one of the three downloadable games. Hmm. So, um, which version of Worms, though? Do you know? Nope. Okay. Have they announced that? They did. Okay. I just, I just off the top of my head, I, I, I Worms was the only one that caught my attention of the mm-hmm. three games. So, uh, yeah, Team 17 um, is publishing the game. Oh, okay. It's being developed by indie studio Moldy Tooth. Moldy Tooth. M-O-U-L-D-Y space T-O-O-F. <laughs> Tooth. Which makes me think they're British. It's fun to say. It's, it seemed like Tooth. like watching it made me think of for some reason the Shawshank Redemption because no. you know the lights go off and the guys like <laughs> digging at night and then you know, they're trying not to alert any guards and uh, working out during the day. I guess there's no working Getting out. Getting up in the gym. Yeah, there's. Yeah, he stuff went going. to the, the the laundry room. He was in front of the the, the big the giant washer. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't go in there. I'm really, <laughs> really nervous. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about that game. I, pl- I tried to play some Prison Architect. But I just couldn't get into it. But this seems like a more fun version of that. You know, prison architect, you make the prison and you keep the prisoners. This one, you're like a little prisoner. You try to get out. It seems, it seems you're the underdog. Late, yeah. The little prison guy. Yeah, and it seemed like it had a skill system where you're leveling up. You're like, you're str- it's like the Sims in prison. Yeah, prison Sims. <laughs> well, it made me think of, um, of San Andreas where you, you work that out. green thing off your head and just shank someone with it. Well, it seemed like there was a fight, too, in, in, the, yeah, in the yard. Yeah. There was a bunch of people fighting. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And also, they showed off some uh, Lara Croft and Temple of Osiris, which uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about. So really, which, speaking of which, I mean, they were t- you know talking about how the the main 
Tomb Raider game, the, the uh, Rise of right, the Tomb Raider, Rise, yeah, Tomb Raider yeah. is going to be Xbox One exclusive. In 2015. And, right. But then all the comments, the uh, I forget the guy's name, but he was talking about it. He was like, ah, you guys get this other one, the Temple of Osiris. Yeah, yeah. Was like, the head of Crystal was like, yeah, but also you guys get uh, Lara Croft in the Temple of Osiris and also like the Definitive Edition. So yeah. we still love you. We got yeah. an old title and a title that's not the same at all. Yeah. We got an old title and a title you can't buy physically in a store. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it was a weird comment. I, I think thought. that guy's Daryl. Daryl Gallagher. I think that's why I was Daryl okay. Hall. That's hey, I'm tying it back in. Nice. <laughs> you also might have been thinking of Hall Oates. Yeah! <laughs> Who isn't thinking of Hall and um, Then in the Sony conference, of course, they showed off uh, some more Bloodborne, which is looking like a gorgeous game, uh, if not really, really creepy. Um, I, I mean, I don't know that this is the type of game I'd normally be into or I'd normally want to play, but I'm just, I'm just so blown away by the trailers I've seen so far. I'm really excited to, to get my hands and play that one. A lot of people going creepy these days. The horror genre is really yeah. taking off. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah, like the the look of this one, like the the dark, you know, black and blues, makes me think of the Order eighteen eighty six, which is another mm-hmm. game I'm really excited yeah. about. They're very like when they were shown back to back at E three. It was very like, oh crap, which one was I remembering again? Because they were right. <laughs> they look so very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both have like that Victorian kind mm-hmm. of look and everything. Yeah, so it, it looks great. Uh, they also showed off a new trailer for Infamous First Light, mm-hmm. uh, which is. I guess like a separate game from Infamous Second Son, where you play as Fetch, which is one of the characters in Infamous Second Son. I liked Infamous Second Son a lot, so I'm really excited to to play it. Um, but it seems like it outlines Fetch's uh, time being a captive and then her escape from the dupe facility. So is it going to be a full title, or is it just a kind of a smaller game? I'm not sure. Uh, they're selling it as you know through the PlayStation Store, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the there is a Blu-ray version of it that comes out much later. It comes out like several weeks later. That would be an interesting – and I don't know that I've seen a title other than Far Cry 3 that has done something similar with uh, – Far Cry 3, of course, had Blood Dragon, but have a smaller tie-in game that goes to the – I don't know what to call it anymore. It's not arcade. Uh, I mean, PlayStation. Online digital delivery. Yeah, uh, just a smaller episodic – well, you know what? That's kind of what it is. It's the return sort of episodic content if such a thing exists. Yeah. I don't know if that game is going to be one, but – It'd be cool if they did. I'm stunned. Speaking of episodic <laughs> content, I'm going to jump Yay! ahead. I'm not done with videos that I want to talk about from the Sony thing. Uh, but where is it? Uh, Square Enix revealed uh, a title they're working on called Life is Strange. I don't yeah. know if you saw any of this. Mm-hmm. And, it, and in it, they say that it's a, it's a new IP to be released in digital episodic chapters. Yeah, right. they're going full on The Walking Dead with it. Yeah, Walking Dead, yeah that's, I mean, yes, they are the current heads of the episodic content at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Telltale. Life is Strange stars Max Caulfield, a high school senior who's just returned to her hometown of Arcadia Bay, Oregon. She discovers that her classmate, Rachel Amber, has disappeared under mysterious and rather uncomfortable circumstances. Yeah, such a weird phrase. Yeah, that's I, what they I, use. I thought it was unfortunate. Do, do, do. That's why I paused there. Like the yeah. back of a Volkswagen? Yeah. Uh, so, Max reunites with her friend Chloe and attempts to discover the truth behind Rachel's disappearance. I also and, and then... Max finds out she has the power to rewind time. Yes. <laughs> it's super like, oh, yeah, also she can rewind time. Uh, I just think it was weird that she's like a senior, but she's gone for like five years or something. What happened Boarding there? school. Yeah, there you go. And she failed a grade. <laughs> That's the grade where she was learning to control time. Her friend is like also very alternative looking. Chloe has like blue hair yeah. and like a beanie and she's holding a gun at one of the stills. It had, it had a cool look to the art style, I thought. It did. Yeah, specifically the blue hair is what made me think about it. Like it looked really awesome. But it's from the team also that did a Don't Nod who did Remember Me. And a lot of people were like, but I thought Remember Me, although it was a turd, it had a cool concept. 
I thought it was interesting. I, they didn't nail it, but they were going in a cool direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in seeing what Life is Strange is like. Yeah, I'd be, I'm, I'm willing to check it out. Yeah. Um, also, of course, during the Sunday conference, they showed off a little Big Planet 3 trailer again. Was anybody drunk? Yeah, no one was drunk. Uh, the, the, the presentation seemed to go fine. They had, they had nothing but coffee on stage that time. <laughs> I'm curious to see uh, what uh, how it performs in the new in the hands of a new studio. You know, maybe taking it in a new direction. I've I've always liked the little big, big planet games. I felt like they were they've been so complex. You know, if there's so much you can do with them. Uh, maybe they can uh, they can try to streamline the process a bit. Well, I mean that's the problem with having a open platform for you to develop your own ideas with is how do you make it approachable mm-hmm. i mean spark project spark kind of has the same issue where you've got to make it something that people can use right it'll be interesting i mean there's always going to be people that are really good at it and make incredible things but you're you know i mean if you want to sell a title you need a broad base of people that can actually interact with it at a much lower scale than that mm-hmm. absolutely uh, and then the last thing it's not an exclusive but they showed it off during the sunday conference they showed off a trailer for uh, shadow of mordor which mm-hmm. i think you and i had a discussion about this the other day where I didn't realize that they had moved up the release date mm-hmm. to September 30th. Then I became really excited about it because I said, now it's a next month game. It's not a next next month <laughs> game. Even though it's at the end of September, it's like, wow, that's coming out really soon. So I'm Any super day excited now. about that. <laughs> yeah, so soon. Developed by Monolith. Uh, who, and I had to look it up. It's been a while, I think, since I'd seen anything really uh, come from those guys. I think the last kind of popular title they did was uh, Gotham City Imposters. And I think that was in 2011 mm-hmm. or 2012. Did you see The Children of Tomorrow? No, I don't think so. It's like this. It, all all we know about it is it's like a. It almost looks like a claymation kind of game, and it's um, like a person wielding a little, like a little yeah. child wielding a pickaxe. All the uh, they all look a little kind of youngish claymation. It's only honestly, yeah. honestly watching it, I got a very weird Gurren Lagann sort of vibe. But <laughs> it was very interesting, and it and it says that cooperation is like the most important aspect, but I don't know. It, what they mean. It was another mm-hmm. one of those, like, I don't know what you are, but you're cute, and I think it might be fun. <laughs> and they dig up, like, giant, giant mechs robots. and things. Yeah. And, yeah, it was all, it's, it's all this weird, like, communist sort of looking yeah. stuff, huh. and everybody's working for the common good, and then I don't know what accent that and was. Like, and then <laughs> they did mechs are there, and there's yeah. an evil-looking guy that looks super evil. and It looks pretty good. But they showed it off, I believe, during Sony's press conference. And then there's a booth, and you check people's passports. And- oh, I'm in, I'm in now. <laughs> Damn. So if you're an evil-looking guy, are you, like, upset that you're, like, typecast as the evil guy? Well, like, what if you want it to be good? Um, Brian, uh, God, his last name, T. I believe it's Brian T. He was the bad guy in Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. Uh, he was DK. And for any Fast and Furious fans <laughs> out there like me. But anyway, I have friends who are mutual friends with him. And he has these eyebrows that go, like, up and straight back down. And he only gets cast in bad guy roles. And he said he got cast finally in, like, a good guy role. And they made him shave his eyebrows <laughs> so they were less pointy because he looked too evil. Say, you can shape that. I mean, you can, you can do something about that. He just, he looked evil, and so they made him look less evil to get him a roll. So apparently sharp angle eyebrows, evil. Evil. Oh, oh we all know that. Yeah, I mean, Watch cartoons anime. teach you anything, really. Uh, well, hey, yeah, if you're still getting work, I don't think you give a crap if you're being typecast as the bad guy. That's true. Very true. Um, so we're running really low on time. just want to set a couple of things here. Fable Legends multiplayer beta, we talked about that, set for October. A uh, bunch of Master Chief Collection stuff was announced, uh, including the Halo Channel, I guess, mm-hmm. is, um, seems like the evolution of Halo Waypoint, uh, be a destination for all things Halo-related on the Xbox One. Uh, Master Chief Collection is keeping the same skill-based ranking system as Halo 2, which I'm actually really excited about. I played a lot of Halo 2 back in the day, uh, so I'm, I'm happy to see that. The Halo 5 Guardians beta shifted. 
by it's two days. By two days. Yeah. It starts two days later and right. ends only one day later, though. So you lost oh, a day. They stole a day. They stole a day, day out of it. Day stealers. It's uh, December 29th through January 12th, I think. 17th. 17th? Oh, 18th. I'm sorry. It was 17th 18th. originally. Okay. Now it's 18th. Okay. Um, and my most – the thing that excited me most out of all the news was you can now pre-order and pre-download select titles on the Xbox One. I never understood. I still don't understand why you can't do that. And it's only select titles. Why not for everything? Yeah, I don't know why there's so many digital services that are coming out now. They're like, yeah, we select titles. EA Access, yeah, select titles. Like, why Why not just do, if you're going to throw something out there, support everything you got. Yeah. Just throw it out there. I assume that there's some kind of uh, setup or some kind of a packaging system that it has to run through to be able to do that. I got to say, the, the best one I've seen thus far was Last of Us Remastered, which you put it in and it gave you the option like, hey, what do you want to play first? Do you want to play multiplayer or do you want to play single player? And you selected and it got that part ready for you. And then it would continue the rest in the background. That yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. PS, PlayStation has definitely got that part of the experience down. Mm-hmm. Far better than Xbox does. Yeah. Uh, the last bit of news we're going to end with. Goat Simulator has almost a million sales. They <laughs> sold almost a million uh, units. Uh, they said the, the, the developer said they made the money they invested in the game back in 10 minutes. <laughs> and that in the four months... After, after that game came out, they made more money than they had in the previous four years. So they, they made a joke, put it out, and everyone's like, give me that. Like, all right, fine. This won't make any money. All the money they've ever made. That's yeah. how everything works. The potato salad <laughs> guy. Everybody is just have an idea and just think it won't make money, and then it'll yeah. make money. Don't be serious about something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one last thing I'm going to mention. I know that was the last thing I said, but one more thing. Uh, we'll link to it. We're not going to show it here. But there was a uh, Last of Us fan-made trailer. Mm-hmm. That was made using the photo mode in uh, Last of Us Remastered, which was awesome. It contains spoilers for the plots. So if you have not finished the game, don't watch it. But uh, it was really, really well done. I was super yeah. impressed with it. Very pretty. Yeah. And the music in that game is spectacular, which yeah. I believe that was all music from the game yeah. layered yeah. into it. So. It was. All right. Well, cool. Well, thanks for watching, Wait, everyone. I'm going to tease one more thing for next time. What? We just got something in the mail. Oh, we did. We didn't talk about it today, but next week. We, we got an Oculus uh, yeah. VR dev kit, too. And uh, Ryan and I have been playing with it. Um We'll have a lot to say about it next week, I think. It's awesome. All right. Come back Monday for RT Podcast, uh, Tuesday for Screenplay, and next Wednesday for another episode of The Patch, where we will talk about the Oculus Rift. Bye. Bye.